0: Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. I was testing the mic. Oh, I thought you were just being kind. No, no. Somebody asked earlier in the huddle why you never say good morning to Jordy after he says good morning well, to you. Well, because I
1: always take that as kind of like a like just a good morning means like, what do you got, Nathan? Well, maybe you're acting like a bit of a dick. Should I, should next time he says, good morning, Nathan, should I go, hey, Jordy, how's it going? Yeah. How is your up. morning? Straight up. Like just not even acknowledge the promo that I'm supposed to be reading.
0: Yeah. That would catch him off guard. That actually might be a kind of funny bit to do sometimes. That would be kind of funny. All right, let me. Uh, sorry, just let me share this on a couple of the pages. We'll be good to go. All right. Well,
1: as T-Bob does that,
0: turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. There we go. Okay. Well.
1: The Duke of Sussex announced yesterday that his wife, the Duchess of Sussex, had given birth to a baby boy in the early hours of Monday morning. The royal family released in a statement, the Duchess and baby are both healthy and well. We thank the public for their shared excitement and support during... Getting a phone call. Mm, Okay, okay. We're right back in it. During this very exciting moment in their lives. Prince Harry would go on to say that the child is a little overdue, but we can all plan to see him in a few days time. He and Meghan have yet to name their beautiful baby boy. Wow. Congratulations to T-Bob, the royal family. Do you have any care about this subject at all? Do you care?
0: Um cuz I I find it hard to get worked up for. The only thing that I care about is I find the idea of royalty in the modern era slightly interesting because it is uh kind of what's what's that word it's a bit of an anachronism it's like out of place in time
1: i feel really nostalgic for it whenever it comes up i don't does it really have much of i would like some gum actually does oh, it yeah, really have much them. of a place okay.
0: And what, like, like functionally,
1: aren't they like in charge of the Church of England? But even that is kind of just like a.
0: I, I mean, I, I think like British Petroleum may technically go back to them, so I think they make a ton uh, of money there. They're making a ton um, of money. I think they make a ton of money, yeah. and you know, maybe they're good for like country morale. I kind of view their biggest. Uh, I don't even know who called me. They ruined that. I kind of, um, I kind of view that. No, I thought you recovered very nicely. Okay, all right. I think you pushed right through it. I kind of view their biggest contribution to society now like charitable acts yeah kind of going around maybe like visiting hospitals, shaking hands. um it is a little weird that England just like pays for this family to uh <laughs> to, to be just, the to family just, be, just to exist to be but. Um, there's something to be said, maybe for like appreciating history, and, yeah. and and the idea of a like modern prince or princess being born is crazy. What I've realized I as like, I've gotten older, though,
1: I would like to know what is the most substantial thing. Like, if we did away with it, what would it be like? No, we can't do away with it because they're in control of this.
0: I would like to know. Really, I want to say that we talked about this maybe around the time of a marriage or something, and I think it is that they're just kind of philanthropic. But then, like, couldn't you just take the money that they make anyway and be philanthropic with it? I, I don't know. Look, I don't. I don't, know. I don't think there's any great. They don't have decision-making power. I don't think there's any great, maybe like reason for them to still exist. But um, it, it's it's still it is still mildly They'll interesting. Just slowly
1: drift into irrelevance over the next maybe like five hundred years.
0: Well, that, okay, so that's the thing, right? That, that, I appreciate history. I like things that connect us to our more ancient history, and if nothing else, still having a royal family in England. I mean, traces back yeah. like however long, hundreds of years. So I guess that's kind of cool. And then. A prince or princess being born is, it is what it is. What I've realized as I've gotten older, though, is that you—you you, when you're younger, you dream of being a prince or a princess. I would have no desire to actually be a prince or princess, no. dude. It would be miserable. Like your entire life is planned out for you. You can never really be yourself and be a kid. You never really. Yeah, it's almost like so much responsibility thrust on you for no reason. And
1: in some ways you have the celebrity going on but you don't have the luxury of a celebrity and that you're always doing like these philanthropic type yes. things where you have to be going to events and you almost have like the responsibility that a president has to always be shaking hands while no, not any of the fulfillment of but doing you have anything it from interesting
0: birth. even a president gets his high school years to fuck around right or, yeah, or his college you kind of get
1: to yeah you get to also have the feeling of earning the thing that you get kind of like screw yes. all of you i made it yeah, you Whereas, don't get that with your royalty. Right,
0: you're just in it. You're thrust into it. I mean, my guy Harry just wants to wear a Nazi costume to a Halloween party, and it causes such a big deal. Look, like, okay, yeah, that that was that that was a mistake on Harry's part. That, that was pretty fucking dumb. Like in this country, should you not could probably that. do that
1: in your 20s and still become
0: a president. Uh, yeah. Look, I think you can do a lot of things in your 20s and still become a president. Josh Stancliffe saying Starbucks cups on Game of Thrones. LOL. We talked about it a bit on the show today. Um, I Hope. don't know why some yeah. people are like legitimately mad about that cup or using that as some sort of yeah, like, I don't know. A crit, uh, like, avenue to criticize Game of Thrones. I it. makes love me it.
1: feel like people don't watch things that much then. Yeah, like, dude. it's just Game of Thrones that you're watching. I also
0: thought that bloopers... Aren't, like, bloopers like that? Like, some of the... That's well, like that, Some of the most fun parts of movies. It's great going on
1: IMTV for any movie and, like, going to that goofs page
0: where you yes. can see everything that they do. When I was younger, I remember they used to have a show or something every now and then where they would point these out, and I thought it was hilarious. Go watch Star Wars A New Hope. When um, it's one of the scenes... I can't remember exactly when, but it's a scene with the stormtroopers where they're stepping through this doorway, following Darth Vader. And he, One, yeah, and he, he smacks kisses. his head. He freaking smokes his head on the top, and that got left in. Like it happens all the time, man. Yeah. You have, I, I, if anything, I just think it's kind of a fun little nugget. Right, that like no, that cool. like hundreds of people edited and shot this and CGI and I everything I have, else. I've missed people getting mad. You've seen people actually getting mad. Okay, I've, I've seen a lot of people in the game wrapped up in the Game of Thrones criticism using the Starbucks Cup as like a sign of the declining declining quality of Game of Thrones, which is just so pretentious. The show's pretentious, almost over. So pretentious and up their ass and just like come on what? man, just enjoy it.
1: It's not like you're talking about days of our lives or anything
0: where it's been going on for so It's almost over. It is almost over, unfortunately. But I'm loving it, man. I, I was kind of off-board last season of Game of Thrones. I am fully back on this season. I was kind of off-board in 2011.
1: Got on board big time in 2013. Kind of fell off around then. Kind of picked back up over the winter. You have not I'm watched still, any of it. I'm still two and a half Yeah, you're still behind. way behind.
0: Derek Helton, what's up, man? Great to see you again. Derek was my first ever producer on radio. Back in the day. Yeah, I know. I know. Now that you. uh, Justin Ancliffe, I've just seen memes. It was funny. No, great memes. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Like the Starbucks Cup memes, I'm all here for. I think it's great. And like Jordy said, like maybe it's a secret advertising campaign by Starbucks. But what I don't like is like the whole like if you're actually it. How would it be a secret advertising? Would they pay HBO for that?
1: Or would Starbucks executives just sneak onto the set and be like put a cup and they'd be like, "Hey, let's take that
0: Starbucks cup out." And then someone just goes, "No, don't." No, I think I, I think it would be like a paid deal, but I mean, yeah, obviously. Look, I don't uh, I don't believe that. Um Avamar and was hoping they had a daughter, he would have definitely named her Diana. I'm interested to see what the name is. <laughs> I, or, <laughs> <laughs> because that. of the Dead Princess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, um, my
1: goodness. Tyler Patrick also... take a step back for that one.
0: In episode six, there's a guy in Cloud City running from chaos carrying an ice cream maker. Is that true? Wait, but in I mean, what? I mean, I guess an ice, in, in Return of the Jedi, oh. an, ice cream, an ice cream maker could technically... Like, they they could eat ice cream in the Star Wars universe. I don't universe. think, so. I, I don't I think, think ice cream is so much a brand. Unless <laughs> it's like just like Haagen-Dazs. He just has like a giant bucket of Baskin-Robbins. There's somebody who's running away. Ben and Jerry's. Um... Tyler Patrick Hales says, I couldn't be a world leader. I like to be into a little white trash every once in a while. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can never have a night. Or you know what? You probably can. Um, It's just going to be a lot more restricted than like you're going to have a tight group. But you just can't go out in public and just get silly and sloppy and just let the night take you where it is. You got to be much more premeditated in all your actions. Um, All right. I hope that everybody's having a great day. Uh, we are going to break down. Um, my computer is like
1: full on frozen right now. Well, that sucks. It sucks, but it's okay because we are going to break oh, down. Princess is his mom. I get it. I'm sorry. Abel. Wow. You're an asshole. I'm kind of an asshole. I guess we don't know enough about the Royals cause I didn't really know that either. Have you seen the Diana movie? Nope. <sighs> it is one of the worst things. It, it like teeters on the edge of being so bad that it's
0: good. Ouch! But it never gets to so bad it's good. It's just bad. Also, can something be so bad that it's good if it's based on a true story like that? Like at that point, it just becomes disrespectful. Well, Tommy Wiseau says that the room was based on. His well, life. the room, I think, it's its own kind of thing, right? I did mean, not I hit her. I did not. I still haven't seen the room. Ah, oh, I know. One day I want to see it.
1: Yeah, it's great. And then I want to see the thing the... is the room. It's like an hour and a half, and there are parts in it where it starts getting dull. It's like ugh. it's like fifteen minutes of just bad stuff followed by 20 minutes of really hilariously bad stuff. So it would be the type of thing where you could do a companion show, watch it, have everyone like turn their TV on at the same time and watch it, and you would have like 15 minutes where it's like, okay, this is the stuff that is just the bad stuff.
0: I've thought about doing stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> like doing doing bits where we watch movies and kind of talk over them and then you know, people at their own leisure kind of start it when they start the movie. I don't know if our audience is big enough for that to gain any traction. Probably no. not. Right? Like, how many people are actually going to sit there and do that? Now, live tweeting Phantom Menace was a ton of fun last Saturday night. I might do more of that. It'd be nice if you could have, like, a clock going while it's going. So, like, when people tune in, they could see exactly
1: where in the movie they could go. Yeah. That'd I mean, nice. I, I know. A, but, the, yeah, uh, the the initial problem of not having you have people a huge to really reach, tune
0: in. Because not many people are going to do that. So, you got to yeah. have a huge reach for that to work. Um, what was it? Uh, Tara Patrick Hales points out as episode five, not six. Yes. Cloud cities at the end of empire. Now let's get to the question of the day. It's an absolutely brutal question posed Mm. in the group text yesterday. It comes from some guy named Jeff review. Mm, And that is the G off spelling of Jeff G E O F F. And he said, the double F. Is a picture and it says Game of Thrones, mm. Star Wars, mm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm. Lord of the Rings, mm. and Harry Potter. One has to go. Who are you choosing? I'm going to put a link in the huddle to it or in the, uh, in the so Facebook you chat said right now. This
1: is the books and the movies, except when it comes to Marvel, so it's not as, the comics.
0: As I read this, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, but I'm going to argue this is accurate. Um, everything saved for the Marvel here is all media. It just says Game of Thrones. So it could mean the show and the books. It just says Star Wars. It just says Lord of the Rings. It just says Harry Potter. It specifically says Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, I
1: would be interested then to hear what your answer would be for either of them. One in which you don't take the books away and one where you're just going with the series. Okay,
0: so let's start. Let's say this is all just the visual medium. So you have the Game of Thrones TV show, the Star Wars movies, Marvel Cinematic Universe, Lord of the Rings movies, Harry Potter movies. Who are you cutting first out of that crew? With the, I would cut the Marvel movies. Still, yeah. Wow. Well, because wow. okay, start. I feel like if it's just visual that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has made, made like a, a, one of the biggest impacts ever. Like I, I think if it's just movies, I easily, easily cut Harry Potter here. And this is someone who loves Harry Potter. I and actually haven't even solid. seen all the Harry Potter movies. What? Yeah. Which ones have you not seen? From
1: After Order of the Phoenix.
0: So how are you going to cut Marvel? over over yeah, i mean HP. maybe i
1: can't answer this question if i haven't seen all of harry
0: potter no no it's fun. answer away but Fuck the thing is cares?
1: watching half of harry potter i feel like it's it's connected with being more than i enjoy watching those more than i've enjoyed watching more, but marvel's still fun marvel's still a lot of fun i just think i just feel like i've connected more with the harry potter movies or i've been more intrigued by those than uh, the marvel ones I mean, although the to john be fair williams, i haven't seen
0: civil war so the john williams score is unbelievable um, I don't know that I've ever actually seen Civil War all the way through either. Really long. Um, Bubba Abair says minutes. Lord of the Rings out for me. Fuck out of here, Bubba. See, that's the thing. I feel like
1: Lord of the Rings. I don't think you can't. I'd be. I would really want to hear the reason why you'd want to take that out. I haven't read the Lord of the Rings books. I'm really. I don't. I guess I've never gotten into like a series of books where it's like, oh, I read all those books. It's more kind of like just one off.
0: You've never read uh, like a fantasy. So have you read any of the Lord of the Rings books?
1: Uh, I read some of The Hobbit. but I didn't finish The Hobbit. So wow. that would be a no. And that's, that's it.
0: So no a... Fellowship, no Two Towers, no, no any of that?
1: I've never cracked those seals.
0: Um, Brian Burge just saying he would get rid of Star Wars. Eric Eric saying, yes, that or Game of Thrones. I think if it's just movies...
1: Eric, Eric is saying he's too old for this. Eric, I've seen some of the shit you've commented in here. There's no way you're too old for
0: this. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's completely fair. Bubba uh Hobbits Freak Me Out, Lord of the Rings Too Long. Um, okay, look sure, whatever. Lord of the Rings is too... What? Thieves the Marvel
1: movies are... If, if, you yeah. could watch those back-to-back and you would have three days.
0: Yes, but they are like all like an hour and a half to two hours. They're rather kind of brisk movies, aren't they? Until, until How the long recent is ones. Civil War? Um, I don't know it's like two know. hours keep, 30 keep going back to Civil War. I remember that one being so long <laughs> no I haven't seen Civil War so uh, if
1: every single movie was an hour long you've got a day and that's without breaks and that's if every movie was an hour
0: yeah look there is if we're going just visual mediums Marvel by far has the most time or actually do they outstrip no I guess Game of Thrones would probably have the most on-screen hours that you would have to work through They'd have to right. I mean, eighty something hours. So I'm cutting Harry Potter first. I think it's like forty five. If it's just 80, 80. visual, I'm cutting Harry Potter first. Next, I might. I actually would go with Marvel cut, and then Harry Potter. I think really? I would actually cut Game of Thrones, really? and let Marvel take make the top three. Wow, because um, you would sell the Game of Thrones books, which yeah. are excellent in their own right. And as much as I love the Game of Thrones TV show, I feel like the impact culturally by Marvel. Has been so much better. Like the Game of Thrones TV show, probably appeals to me on a personal level a bit more. But that is something that I really liked about In Game is just that it um, it's it's truly incredible to see how much all of the world and the country has gotten wrapped up in what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is built, and it is something that is wholly unique. Right, and your your movie, guys, you can appreciate this. There has never been yeah any I mean, achievement like this really, in movies is- as far as laying out the plan in '09 and Favreau saying, you know, we got to get all these famous people to play these characters, and we're going to get them to let them together for an Avengers movies. And here we are, twenty something movies later. I mean, yeah, that billions is and billions of dollars later, and the,
1: yeah, Endgame's a lot of fun. So it's it's insane that they pulled that pulled that off.
0: So visual only. I'm cutting Potter, then I'm cutting Thrones. Then Marvel Cinematic Universe for me is going, yeah. And the reason being, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings are my top two loves. They both imprinted on me as a child. And doesn't so much of this go back to our childhood nostalgia? Because I mean, yeah. well, um, that's why y'all talk about Harry Potter because y'all read the books when yes. y'all were so young. Oh my god, it was it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And Lord of the Rings imprinted on me the same way that New Hope imprinted on kids in '78. Like I've, I've said it all the time. I watched that movie noon to four left the theater, made my older sister take me back that night, 8 to midnight, to watch it again in the same day. Um, So I'm cutting visual only. I'm cutting Potter. Then I'm cutting Thrones. Then I'm cutting the MCU. Then I'm cutting Star Wars. Lord of the Rings will forever remain in my heart. So Lord of the Rings for you is... Easily. It's my number one. It's my number one. It always has been. That's insane. It always will be. I mean, I feel like those are probably, even in terms of the movies, those are... It's, it's probably it's, the highest quality of, the, of They're definitely the highest quality of films out of out of out of everything on this list. Like, without a doubt, nobody else is going 11 for 11 at the Oscars. Not that that's the end all be all, but it's a pretty damn good assessment of how good those movies were. That
1: was what Alex Ross Perry had a write up about that. How Mar- how in should take the Oscar. Because any referenced what Lord of the Rings, how it was kind of like an accomplishment, and there was kind of like a victory lap that they got that
0: award. And that it Marvel was also, should do the same though, thing. I think, a better movie. Yeah, than Endgame was. was. Like the whole series was more consistent. Now they had less movies. No, how look, many fewer was, did they have? Uh, was that nineteen? <laughs> nineteen fewer <yeah>. movies. <laughs> uh, it is. It, look, that is a huge credit to Marvel. It is. I was talking about this someone the other day. It is truly shocking. That there's not more bad movies in those twenty two yeah. movies. Like some are not great. Like the Ant Mans are aggressively good, but like Thor Dark World and Thor Dark World is bad. I've never seen it though, so I probably should be comedy, but I've heard it's very bad. Is there another bad Marvel movie outside of Thor Dark World? I kind of enjoy Thor Dark World. Did you? I didn't see it. I feel like so that's the They were playing a big part in Endgame, surprisingly. <laughs> Uh, Door Dark World did, so I was like a little left out of some of those scenes. I don't really
1: remember one that I actively disliked. I even liked Age of Ultron. Because I really love anything that's dealing with AI, and I thought that villain was so good.
0: Cool. I've been thinking recently I need to rewatch Age of Ultron because I was not. That's the thing. The I feel like
1: I feel a little bit silly getting worked up to the point of loving Marvel movies. I also feel stupid getting worked up to the point of hating them because they're such fluffy things that and they're so
0: yeah, colorful yeah, yeah. and I mean, exciting yeah. it's that I, I'm not going to sit it's here fun and be comic like, book bullshit. fuck that Marvel movie. But, like, but, dude, but, come on. but it is time. easy to make bad comic book okay, bullshit. Yeah. Look at DC. <laughs> they have made an art form of making yeah. bad comic book movies. Even Aquaman is really... I still love really...
1: Angley's The Hulk more than anything that this new Marvel <gasps> Center has. As a kid, I, I unironically did love I did love,
0: Hulk. I loved that Hulk movie as well. Uh, I think though the the Edward Norton Hulk movie is actually a legitimately good movie that doesn't get a ton of love. Jammo's saying that Ragnarok is his favorite Sue me. I feel
1: like that's a pretty popular opinion.
0: I feel um, like everyone loves
1: that movie. Yeah, no,
0: I'm not gonna sue you. I think Ragnarok is Godfather's my the best favorite movie ever well. made. Sue me. Yeah, sue me. I don't yeah, care exactly about your opinion. Right? Uh, Citizen Kane. I just say it like I feel. I don't care about you. No, uh, Ragnarok is easily in my top three. Um, I'm excited for that new Spider Man too. I like the I like Guardians the, of the Galaxy was two was pretty forgettable. It was pretty forgettable. Uh, It didn't have the advantage that Guardians of the Galaxy 1 had, where you had such low expectations going in. It was kind of out of nowhere. Marvel was pretty boring around that time. You're like, wow, this movie is so funny and so good. Uh, How they set up three, though, I don't want to get into too many in game spoilers here, but how they set up three looks like it could be very good. Um, I want to do an in game spoiler cast. We're going to do an in game spoiler cast sometime soon here. Okay, so visual only, that's my rankings. Give me your final rankings. Who are you cutting? Like, What's the See, one the thing survived? my favorite
1: Marvel movie, I give you my favorite Marvel movie, it is Spider-Verse. It's, that is my favorite Marvel movie.
0: Uh, yeah, but but that's not in the MCU. I know. So that would survive this cut. If you it cut would. that, that still lives. The Spider-Man video game, which had a great story last year, was one of the most fun games of 2018. That survives, because that's not the movie as well. No, I love Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse is one of the best superhero movies that I've ever seen. Um, but maybe I should love Venom. I did not see Venom, but once Venom, again, I thought Venom. that's another thing. Like Deadpool, yeah, Venom not in the MCU, then, okay. X-Men true. movies, not in the MCU though. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I saw the dark Phoenix trailers and I'm like, wow, I forgot. There's like so many famous peoples in, the, in yeah. this movie franchise. Like yeah. they have they have Fassbender, Sophie Turner, um, oh, fast James Bender. McAvoy. <sighs> um, they Man. have the kid from mud who's a good actor Matthew McConaughey and he's McConaughey. been in a bunch of stuff now no not Matthew McConaughey <laughs> uh, but yeah I don't know how the Dark Phoenix movie is going to work out okay so give me before we move on to what I think the original question is all visual medium where's your cuts oh I would cut Marvel okay Harry Potter here if you need to look at okay alright so yeah I'd go
1: Marvel Harry Potter hmm Star Wars ooh Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings. Whew, wow. Okay.
0: See, color is, color I'm me not, shocked.
1: I am a huge fan of Star Wars, but I was not a huge fan of Star Wars really before like the promotions were coming out for Last Jedi. Like before that, really? I was I like Star Wars. Like when we did our whole like show about that. Yeah, and we, we, we and we were them all. going through them all again. That was when I was like, wow, this is exciting. Interesting. This is fun. So it's only been like two years, or maybe I guess. Yeah, two years where it's been like. So you came to Star Wars as that? an adult. It did not like before. imprint on you yeah. as a
0: child. Yeah. Interesting. Ooh, that's so and cool. my, my adult life has been one giant turnaround on my opinions of the prequels. Or maybe not that, because I kind of liked them when I first saw them. I mean, you're talking to a kid that saw Attack of the Clones five times in theaters. Um, this was a movie, this was a time in my life when I was going to the movies a lot, though. I also saw Spider Man two, five times in theaters around that time. Oh. Um, I think I just liked like telling people like I've seen this movie so many times. Uh, but Attack of the Clones is still pretty bad. But after watching the cartoon Clone Wars, and you get older, and I'm like, let's just have more fun with these. I actually really like the prequels. They tell a very ambitious story. I, I, I this was all reinforced uh, when I was drunkenly live tweeting Episode One <laughs> again Saturday night. Drunkenly, uh, Emperor Palpatine is one of the greatest and most effective. Even if you don't think it was one of the greatest. One of the most effective on screen villains of all time. Like, what other villain literally accomplishes every single one of Not their goals? For a Jedi. It's, it's, dude, it's crazy. He, he started, it's like a Hannibal, it's like an Emperor Hannibal, Palpatine. Emperor Hannibal. No, but he, he started, I mean, he started a galactic war that caused the fall of the Republic, the rise of the Empire. When we first see Palpatine, he is nothing but a senator. Yeah. He first gets the Chancellor deposed. He gets himself named Chancellor. Mm-hmm. He then gets him to grant him emergency powers because Dude. of this war that he created. This stuff kind of makes sense. And know. then he becomes Emperor. Yeah. But like that... No, that, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting story. And how I, he doesn't make sense, though. But it's a little dense for what you're maybe expecting going to Star Wars. Yeah, when the no. opening crawl talks about tax taxation and and blockades i and respect the Trade that Federation. stuff more than i
1: enjoy going through it that's fair that's fair
0: that's fair I, I think the clone wars cartoon though really drove home just how like yeah i remember enjoying this everybody songs. thinks yoda's a badass um yoda was putty in Palpatine's hands yeah. for years yeah for years yeah. right under their nose so shout out to uh to palp and star wars bub abeer do y'all see a game of thrones prequel in the future Seems like a lot of stories to tell you. Yes. I mean, they've already, they've already said they're doing multiple that. ones. I think right? three. I think they uh, were doing three. They cut one. I think they're
1: doing two prequel shows. I hope
0: they do a Dunkin' Egg. I hope they do a Dunkin' Egg um, series, which is a, a Dunkin' Egg. Dunk and Egg. Uh, Dunk is a hedge knight. Egg is his squire. Oh. And they have stories that take place about 100 years before uh, the events of Game of Thrones, the TV show. And it's an interesting time. It's after the Blackfire Rebellion in which uh, one of the Targaryen kings had five bastard sons. Mm. And obviously that leads to a lot of problems. Um, Yeah, and a lot of death in Dragon's Fight. And it's awesome. Mm. Uh, So Duncan Egg would be cool. And I think they'll do... Look, that is one thing I like about Martin. Like Tolkien. He has created a lot of depth to his fantasy. There's a great saying that most fantasy... It's a mile wide and an inch deep. The Marvel Cinematic would, Universe. Would separate, yeah, kind of, right? Uh, but would separate something you like... You could teach Alice to swim in that pool. But would separate something like uh, Lord of the Rings is he created these languages, this mythology, and then almost made a children's story out Avatar of it. Avatar is kind of weird in that, how he spent so much time creating
1: all this depth and you still watch it and it still feels incredibly light. Incredibly shallow. Yeah. And And uh, it
0: is. Unobtainium. <laughs>
1: Make a language and then call the, the unobtainium. material unobtainium.
0: That tells you everything you need to know. They name this shit unobtainium. I am. I'll see it, but I'm not really oh, yeah. looking forward to the Avatar too. Like I don't. I'm kind of very indifferent. Yeah. Check this out, though. Speaking of swimming lessons, the person Alice is getting swimming lessons with is it James Cameron? Her sister is married to James Cameron. Wait, what? Yes. Wait. How crazy is that? A woman that lives in Baton Rouge's sister is married to James Cameron. That's wild. This Where's is James not... Cameron? Why is she not? That's what I'm saying. Like, wait, when JC comes to town, like, hit us up. Hit us wait. up. What? what's her? I, can't, I don't want to give out names. I'm obviously not going to give out names. <laughs> I can tell you after. But, but yeah, married to James Cameron. Absolutely insane. What the hell? Yeah. Is yeah, it Catherine Bigelow? Um, ask, no, her, right, you see her, the... ask her if she's as talented as Catherine Bigelow. But Yeah, because that, that, talented, that's her ex like that. Catherine. That's a Hurt Locker director, right? Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: Does James feel bad that he's never gotten an award as many times as Catherine?
0: Uh, yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people were. Uh, who was it? Sigourney Weaver came out and was like all pissed that Hurt Locker won and said Avatar that year and acted like it was some sort of bias. It, and I'm like, Hurt Locker was a much better movie than Avatar and cost like sixty times less. That was the beginnings of Hawkeye. Did you know that Hurt Locker is just like yeah, Hawkeye origin story? Yeah, I remember Jeremy story. Renner was. Oh, is that how yeah, that yeah, all started? Yeah, that yeah, Hurt Locker is a canon Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. So if you cut the Marvel <laughs> so it's not, Cinematic... It's not a,
1: you can actually see Robert Downey Jr. Yes. in the background. Yes. Of one He's of the selling scenes of-
0: weapons in the background <laughs> in one of the scenes of Hurt Locker. That'd be uh, good. Those, are, those are stark Ooh, weapons Hurt back Hurt Locker is a rough movie. It's an incredible movie. It is. Um, all right. So we went a little over time. So, okay. if, if now- No, we didn't. We have three minutes Well, no, there. no. I mean, I mean, I wanted to discuss oh, like okay. the two versions of the question. Oh, so right, we'll do this right. last one quick. Uh, if it's After not, if he found the bar. <laughs> what does that mean? I didn't from get that from South
1: Park, where James Cameron is going down to the Mariana <laughs> Trench <laughs> oh, yeah. to find. But he said, "We've lowered the bar so far. <laughs> We're going to find the
0: bar." Can you hear the song? Oh man, uh, we can hear the song, James. Bubba's saying the Disney ride's better than the movie. I've actually heard the Disney Avatar ride's I've incredible. I've heard this a lot of, fun. and the animatronic that they have in it, the Shaman, is the most advanced animatronic that Disney has. Even the Star Wars park is not going to create anything more advanced than that animatronic. The um, the Smuggler Hondo that's on Smuggler's run ride at Star Wars will be the second most advanced animatronic Whoa. at the park. God, I cannot wait to go to Black Spire Rock, which is the name <laughs> of the new really Star Wars park. Um, okay, so if it's not just movies... you kind of starstruck by your whole... Isn't that weird? Knowing. Isn't that crazy? Is she lying? Um, no. Mm-mm. It'd
1: be kind of lame and just be like a single parent and lie that you're married to like a... NASA no, no, celebrity.
0: she's not married. It's her sister. Oh. Her her sister, she doesn't live in Baton Rouge and is married to James Cameron. That's why I thought it was No, weird. no, her sister is married to James Cameron. Okay. But that's still, yeah, there's that's not really a weird. lot of degrees of separation No, 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 no. That's, that's crazy. You might see James Cameron one Thanksgiving every five years. Yeah, like that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. awesome. That's pretty awesome. Um, all right, so if it's Game of Thrones books and <laughs> I movies. I had two kids. Why haven't you come out with that Avatar movie yet? Star Wars books and movies, Lord of the Rings books and movies, Harry Potter books and movies, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who are you cutting? I said Harry Potter for visual only, but who are you cutting now?
1: The problem is like... I mean, I've been through a few of the Harry Potter books. Like, I have no, just read... L- just, just make your okay, decision. Okay, so but it. I would have to cut, like, knowing the cultural impact of these things, knowing uh, that I'm cutting. But
0: that doesn't necessarily have to factor into your decision-making. It right, can but, or can't. But
1: I, if I cut one, then it is cutting this yeah. out of... A Wizarding World of Harry Potter would disappear. It's a great I don't park. know if how I, I feel maybe like I'm a little bit... I feel like I'm more jealous that I didn't get on the Harry Potter thing when I was young cuz I will never be as into Harry Potter as everyone else is because of that. Sounds like you're cutting Potter.
0: But no, that's kind of that's kind of No, just make be bold. Make the decision. It sounds like it's like taking the What's SAT. The Stick with your first instinct. No, I would I would cut Harry Potter if it was anonymous. Okay. There you go. I'm I'm cutting Marvel Cinematic Universe uh and it okay, is because no, i would
1: still cut i would still cut the marvel cinematic universe first i really? I, was, I was considering what the impact they would have re- like getting rid of all the like if you cut lord of the rings you get rid of those books like that's that's generations of really good storytelling it's the basis losing. of
0: modern fantasy but you let's assume though that they still that the rest of fantasy stays the same this is okay. just like you're like taking if i, out I that. would still cut marvel
1: cinematic universe with this whole thing i'm just saying when you get to the books that you would be cutting as well i would go
0: harry potter first. so i guess my answer would be the same as the last one Okay, same thing. I guess the only thing that's changed for me, I would cut Marvel first books. Then I'm going to cut Thrones. A little reversal. I'm a little reversal. Then I'll cut Harry Potter. Mm. Then Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Star Wars and Lord of the Rings will always remain my two loves. It's funny. It's like the archetypes, right? Like, I love sci-fi. I love fantasy. Yeah. And my Star Wars here. My Lord of the Rings here. And what's funny is they're kind of like the most traditional in the sense that they're very um now there is depth there if you engage with it but they're also kind of very black and white like all of lord of the rings is like the night king saga it's about humans versus the monsters that would seek to destroy humanity yeah like that's why this last episode of game of thrones just reinforced how happy i am that the night king saga is over because now we're back to the human on human shit that game of thrones is like all about saying that the last episode was one of
1: the worst ever which is because it was crazy
0: it was one of the best ever we were back to the human on human stuff. the The battle that's about to go down Sunday I might think, be even crazier. In the battle I think for think Game Winterfell. of
1: Thrones, what what the people want is eighty eight episodes of just fighting.
0: Any, but but then they bitch other fighting, right? Anytime you get fighting. as big as Game of Thrones is, people are going to bitch like that. That's the bottom line. Um, but yeah, I guess and and then Potter's right behind. In my heart, Potter will the entirety of Potter will always be right behind Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. Like once again, I just reread. Sorcerer's Stone on a whim the other day. Now I'm rereading Chamber of Secrets again. It's just it's just fun. It just always has stuck with me. Um Yeah. Yeah. Josh Stancliffe saying I can't watch Avatar. Can't get through it. Smart man. It's pretty boring. I agree. It's pretty boring. First movie to ever do three D, right? Well the
1: thing is, yeah, see, I was thirteen when that came out. I remember seeing it in the theater. It looked awesome. Yeah. I, I would I would love to go back and see it like that again. I I can't. I don't think watching it on TV would be that much fun. I did that. It's not It's not fun.
0: No, it's bad on TV. It's really bad. It's kind of like how the Hobbit movies, which are not good movies. Um, I still have a place for them in my heart, but they're not good movies. Uh, seeing them. seeing He got though, to see
1: them in the
0: TCL theater. You went to the premiere of one yeah, of them yeah, and yeah. fell asleep. Yeah, okay. Well, chill out. <laughs> chill out. That is true. That is true. Well, It's not even my fault. Now that I learned about how they filmed all the smog scenes, it makes a lot of sense. They just... Threw that shit together out of nowhere. Really and it feels bad. Like it.
1: I was surprised after like three months that there was not more talk on the internet about how bad those graphics were.
0: It's, it's it's literally because after they had done all of principal production, they decided to add a third movie. Who does that? And so they were there in a. How giant- great would
1: it be to see Guillermo del Toro's version of? The Hobbit?
0: I know I know it's one of life's great regrets, isn't it?
1: Oof. Um, but would you rather Shape of Water or would you rather see Guillermo del Toro's two version, two movies? I mean, of come the on,
0: Hobbit. you're who are you asking. Of course, I want Guillermo del Toro's versions of The Hobbit. I love Shape of Water, water. Cool. and it's awesome. But like, come on, Guillermo del Toro and Tolkien's universe—that's yeah. like that'd be cool. Think like my wet dream, and and it's like it's like uh, what what's his name said from says from Rogue One. We were this close. We were this close to greatness, and then it got ripped away. What is his character in Rogue One? The actor from Bloodlines, good actor. Bloodlines. Yeah, the Blood, Netflix show.
1: Oh, I never saw that. What
0: is? Oh, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Connor talk like he's got the bad guy. The yeah, the Australian. Guy. Yeah,
1: is he Australian? He's like always. He always plays like grimy. Yes, characters. yes, yes. Like he gives
0: off a lot of grime. Yeah, uh, very greasy. Did you ever see? Great actor.
1: Did you ever see Killing Them Softly? The no. Brad, the one with Brad Pitt. My gosh, he shows up in that. He's one of the main characters in that. Like, you, you see him, you hear him talk, you want he to take makes, a shower. He
0: makes you uncomfortable. Oh, good man. Good acting.
1: Really good acting. Um, All right.
0: That'll do it for today's post show. Wait, I want to say that guy's name. Yeah, good call. Good call. Go um, look it up. Uh, but yeah, as uh, but Avery, the only good thing about the Avatar was a blue bodysuit, Zoe Saldana. Look, Zoe Saldana has been a nerd queen. She's an avatar. She's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ben Mendelsohn. Character. Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, wow. I would have never guessed. I did not know that was his name. Yeah. Shut up, Ben Mendelssohn. That's the post show. We'll be back tomorrow with Would You Rather Wednesday. Uh, we will see you then. I hope that everybody has a great day. Catch on the flip-flop. That's from, uh, I stole that from Jack Black and his Jablinski Games YouTube channel.